You're listening to the You Don't Know Me Yet Podcast Network. Holly Cotton here, and I am so excited today. We are joined with Brandon Watts, who is an artist. And if you guys do not know, hold on. I've been waiting to play this. Oh, man. Wow. Hey, 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 hey. Let me tell you, when I listen to Too Thick, you can't tell me nothing because, baby, I think I'm too thick, Brandon. You got me out here like, okay, I'm too thick for my own good. I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> you guys, welcome, Brandon Watts. Thank you so much for having me. I am, I'm so honored to be on your show. Um, I've been watching you for a while, and you give phenomenal interviews. So, thank you for having me. How's everybody doing out there? Thank you. Okay, so don't worry. We're going to get all in his business. You know, I love, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. So, one thing I, I tell everyone and anyone that knows me, I love, love, love to see people living their passion. I love when people are doing things and you could see it. You right. could see that they love what they're doing. So, I love highlighting people and, and bringing that to everyone's attention because life is too short to be doing something that you hate. So, I'm super excited to have you and hear about your story, Brandon. Well, thank you for having me, and uh, I'm excited to hear your story, too. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so first of all, let me tell you guys a very unique fact about Brandon. He was actually born in Germany, and one, if you, if you know me, it, like my kids, they always joke with me because I pretend that I'm British. Um, even my Siri is British. So I love <laughs> anyone that's like European or something. I just feel like it's so exotic. So Brandon, I know that you were born in Germany, but that wasn't like where you grew up or whatever. But can you tell us about the differences in European music with the American genre of R&B, or if there's any differences at all? Well, uh, well, first off, let me start by saying um, my dad was in the military, so I, I was a military kid. Shout out to all the military kids out there. Um, so I, I, I um, spent a little time over there as a toddler, and we came back when I was maybe two years old, two and a half, something like that. And to make a long story short, um, the, the European market in general, um, I find, because uh, I have, I've, ha I've had the opportunity uh, uh, to go back over there since I've been an adult. They, they, R and B artists over there, um, they do the traditional style of R and B just the same way as we would do it over here. But there's a, there's a, um, a, a much more heightened, uh, what I would say, a much more heightened appreciation for R and B over there. So um, I like to say, you know, we, we've gotten a little spoiled over here, you know what I mean? So it's not even a big deal to us anymore. But you go to the shows over there, Holly, and I'm telling you, it is jam-packed two hours, sometimes three hours before the show. Like, these people do not play around. They are really genuinely uh, serious about their love for the art form, and they show it. And that's not just even army. I know that's kind of like where we're kind of staying today, but uh, I mean, it goes for any genre, really. I mean, they just are music fanatics over there and so i love it i mean any, any chance i can get to you know go back over there i always I always try so and i was gonna ask you also i was gonna piggyback on that i was gonna ask you like what what do you feel like your imprint is on if any 
on the European music, but if you said that you're going back, but what, what do you hope, like you said, you visited and things like that. Like, what do you hope whenever someone in any other country hears Brandon Watts, what is the one thing you want to be as like your imprint about you? You know, that I, I sang real songs, you know, that I, um, sang uh, lyrics that were, uh, identifiable, that were relatable, um, to everyday life. Um, I think, um, I think that's really the goal of any, uh, you know, any singer in general, especially an R&B or soul singer, because a lot of what we do lyrically, melodically, uh, is based on feeling and telling a storyline that people can relate to. So, uh, I would say that's my ultimate goal to resonate with people in a way where, you know, years on down the road, you know, they still want to hear those songs that I did. So, Okay, and you guys, please pull up all of his music on whatever whatever platform because Brandon has had me jamming. I'm telling you, like I added, and, and we just started following Instagram just ram, randomly on Instagram, and I think it was right when you were about to release Too Thick or, or whatever. So when you yeah. released it, I was like, let me go see what this song is about or whatever, and I <laughs> added it to my playlist, and then I was like, oh my gosh, like this is really him singing. So make sure, you know, you guys go and download all of his songs because they really are very catchy. I'm telling you, my little pimp playlist is like – on okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm playing this. I hear you. Um, okay, so going into that, like I said, I listened to some of your songs, and what I want to know, because I know us coming from this side that aren't really in that music industry, you always hear about like ghost writers or people writing lyrics or something like that. So my my question to you is going to be, but before you answer, do you write your own lyrics? And I want to just let you guys in on this secret. If you have not listened to Too Thick, let me quote something. It's something, oh. it's something it goes something like this. Um, <laughs> you wanted me to taste, sit that thing down on my face. So now back to, do you write your own lyrics? <laughs> I, I do write my own lyrics. I've uh, recorded songs with uh, other songwriters or producers, though, um, and, you know, where, you know, they've written the song. So I'm not opposed to, I'm open to whatever, you know, sometimes I write, if the song is already kind of put together and already done, somebody else wrote it, I'll still sing it. So it doesn't even matter, you know. So as you're sitting around thinking about stuff, like, how do you, how do you come up with that? Like, I, I guess, and I've, I always loved English and I, you know, I wrote, poetry in high school right. or college or whatever. So, you know, I know things have to kind of rhyme to flow, but how do you come up with something? Cause you got some sexual stuff in <laughs> some of your, I'm not putting, I'm not putting you on the blast. I'm just saying, I'm kind of like, ah, uh, like how you say, how you think to make, you wanted me to taste, come sit that thing on my face. How did you say that sounds like a good lyric? Like what is your thought process when you're coming up with writing? Uh, sometimes uh, that's a great, great question, by the way. Sometimes it's, um, you know, uh, about metaphors a lot. Uh, another time it could be about uh, what I find today is listening to just just overhearing conversations, listening to, you know, what people say, listening to, you know, somebody sitting to the table next, you know, you know, next to me and they 
they're talking to one of their girlfriends about what happened last night, you know, what her and her man did, you know? So it's just a lot of it is, it is, you know, being creative on your own and coming up with different ideas. And then the other part of that is just kind of, you just happen to be somewhere and you overhear pe people talking, you know? Okay. So you guys, if y'all are eating dinner with Brandon and you see him doing like this with a pen and a paper, watch what you say. <laughs> Cause he gonna right, put Put y'all business right. in a song, right? Do not talk about no. I didn't call no names though. You noticed that, right? Look, do not be talking about no Fifty Shades of Grey stuff with Brandon at dinner because you're gonna be in his next song, and you're gonna be like, "Wait a minute!" Funny. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. Okay, so whenever I looked up just general general Google, I like to Google everyone that I talk to just so I can kind of see not only what you are going to tell me your definition or how you interpret yourself, but then just how your social media presence is, how you come across on any type of search engine. So when I looked you up, a lot of the media outlets reference you as, as comparing you to classic artists. And, and I know that I think I even read an article where you were saying like some of the influences of your music style has always been like that sort of those traditional old school soulful singers. So how did you decide that that was going to be the genre that you choose and what are you doing to make sure that your music stands out? That's a great, you asked some awesome questions, by the way. Um, I, uh, a lot of it, um, well, I'll just start here. I grew up singing, uh, first of all, I grew up in the South. So you will find that uh, a lot of artists that uh, originate geographically from a certain region, um, they're going to have a certain similar story to tell. Um, I grew up in the South, uh, specifically Alabama. And if you know anything about... Oh my God, uh, if you say roll tie brand... Okay, I'm not going to interrupt your thought process. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, back to the question. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm not going to say War Eagle, but this is what I'm getting at. Um, you know, uh, I grew up in Alabama. So if you know anything about the South, specifically what they call the the uh, the Bible Belt, uh, I don't know if they even use that term anymore. Uh, but um, if you know anything about this region, you know it is rich in history. As, as it pertains to gospel music, soul music, and R&B music. Um, so I grew up singing in the church. My dad was a musician and, a, and an artist and a singer. And he really got me and my brother started singing together as kids on the front porch in the morning right before Sunday school. So right before we go to church, he would teach us new songs or, you know, uh, teach us um, new ways of, you know, getting in front of people and showing us you know, the performance etiquette that uh, that we needed to have before we would uh, sing. So um, it, it kind of, uh, so to answer your question, I know I'm going going all the, way, all the way around the world, but a lot of it is sometimes you don't pick the genre, the genre picks you, you know what I mean? Uh, so it, it was a little bit, a uh, little bit of uh, both. I kind of picked the genre uh, and kind of went with uh, what was familiar with me at the time based off of what my, all my influences were, be it my dad, be it listening to music, you know, my mom, whoever, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, and then a lot of it, it, it kind of just chooses you. So. And so what is the imprint that you want to leave on anyone that is associated with or comes into contact with you, listens to one of your song? What is like the biggest imprint that you want people to be like, Ooh, Brandon Watts. 
Mm. Um, I would say that um I would say that he he, you know, he's really about it. Like he's really sincere and really genuine. Uh and and even more so from a live performance standpoint, um, that, you know, I got my money's worth tonight. You know, I mean that's the greatest compliment I think any artist would tell you. Um, you know, is uh you know, the record sales are um are one thing and, and that's a whole different conversation for another time as relates to you know to today's market but to come out and, and and experience that particular artist or myself in person uh you want you want the you know the the audience member the customer to, to feel satisfied and feel like that you you're even better than what they heard on the record so i mean you know uh the tying of both of those together i think ultimately helps to frame your your artwork you know as an artist so uh that's very important he, he leave it he leave it on stage in other words right right stage. no i love that answer and that that's very good and i and and i love that perspective too because you everyone whatever your passion is you know you want people to be able to exude and absorb that from that person like i want to i i want to exude what i am passionate about and i want you to absorb it so it's like this energy exchanged and when you do that and and that's something that you actually achieve like you like you said so when when you hit those notes and everybody's like ah, oh yeah <laughs> like that's that's us absorbing that energy that you are giving us and stuff so i right. i definitely love that that you gave that analogy of it i mean that explanation of it okay so now that we're talking about singing and stuff I wanted to ask you when, at what point in life did you realize that you could sing like sang? Because I sing in mm -hmm. the shower, la, 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 <laughs> but ain't nobody gonna pay to hear me sing. I think I think I sound like you, but I <laughs> I know I sound nothing like you. So at what point were you like? wow, I can really hit these notes and I can sing. Y'all better put some respect on my name. So what, what was that? That is a real, that's a really good question. You asked some awesome questions. That, I, Brandon, um, that's why we got a, that's why I got a show. That's why I got a show. Oh, you got a show. No, <laughs> listen, um, I think I, I would say probably, um, I, I would have to go back to early childhood. I would have to say, um, you always have that moment when you're, when you're, first starting out, you know, I think I'm still just starting out because, you know, it's always a journey and, you know, if you still continue to work hard, you never reach, really reach the destination, but, um, singing in church, probably the first time, um, my dad taught me a song by Sam Cooke called Wonderful. And that was the first time where I was separated from the choir, separated from my brother. It was just me and nobody to lean on you know there was no band no you know not it wasn't a lot of instrumentation just piano and me and uh you know i sang the song and uh it was toward the end of church service and the people received me for the first time and uh i remember a lady catching the holy ghost you know and if you're familiar with with what that spiritual exchange is and what it's like you know that's a moving experience and uh that resonated and stuck with me even you know to today and uh that was probably the first time when i realized you know um you know and then my dad gave me he gave me some some uh critique and some some um some props also 
Uh, um, and that meant a lot. So that was probably the first moment in my memory where I said, maybe, you know, maybe I can do this, you know? So. Well, let me just sidebar on that right there, because I grew up in the South too, Louisiana, born and raised. Okay. Uh, okay. Playground was where I spent most of my, no. <laughs> so, um, so I grew up Southern Baptist as well. And I just want to say that y'all that got pulled out of the choir at the revival and got a special y'all are so great we hated you no (laughs) i never got pulled off there were i was the one where they were like holly a little lower a little lower and i'm like but i'm hitting the notes they're like (laughs) but check this out a lot of times like 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 people don't even know and i'm sure they can agree with what i'm saying you know with what i'm gonna say we didn't really intend for that to happen. A lot of times didn't want it to happen, you know, because, you know, my mom, if she sees this, she will, she can chime in and tell you a lot of times I didn't want, I didn't even want to sing. You know, it was kind of like a thing where, you know, you're going through that stage in life where you're a kid and you want to do this and you want to do that. And I want to sit out in the congregation with my friends, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, no, boy, get up here and get <laughs> yeah, in the squad. Yeah, because we got to go home after. <laughs> Y'all have to keep practicing. <laughs> oh my God, you know. And and, and and especially, you know, depending on what particular uh, church format you had, you know, you know, you could go to church sometimes two, three, maybe four times in a day. You got Sunday school, you got early morning service, you got evening program, and then you got a, a, a late night uh, revival or whatever it might be, you know, so. It got it got to be exhausting, huh? <laughs> and don't let nobody catch the Holy Ghost, and don't let nobody have a testimony, because oh, you go. <laughs> it's going to extend the service. It's going to extend the service. By the time you get home, you, it's, you, you're not going to want to do it. My kids have no idea. Their church is an hour in and out, in and out. I'm like, you guys have no idea. Like, I used to be so hungry, and my mom, she would be taking notes in her Bible and stuff, and I'm like, right. I'm never going to eat. Um. <laughs> So I love that. I love that. And I also want to just say that I I think also with you saying that you identified being, being a singer in your youth, that I think that that is very, what, one of the things about you that's unique is, is the high notes that you can hit. And I think that that's one of the things about you that I really like. And I, I definitely give you kudos for and, and mad respect for because you, as you go through puberty and your voice changes and you now you have the deeper voice, but you are, you're still able to hit those high notes. So that's definitely something unique in your imprint that I think is that you can you know, and not, and, and, and <laughs> Brandon, let me hit the no. Quit being a hater. I, heard, listen, I, just, I just heard you. And I'm like, you, you low key got some pipes over there. You holding out, you know? I do. But they not the right pipes. They the pipes you want to be quiet. But no, so I think that that's something. So how, how do you do that? Like, how, I mean, I know it's a whole part of, of who you are. Don't give us your secrets. But I'm, like, how do you maintain being able to hit those high notes? You know what? I I never really even thought about it like that. I think it's kind of a thing where, um, you kind of you you kind of formulate whether it's consciously or, or you know subconsciously, you know, a particular way you go about doing something without even realizing it. And um, sometimes it's on accident, sometimes it's on purpose. But I, I pretty much always 
somewhat had a um, a um, I think they would call it head tone or a falsetto approach vocally. Uh, so even as I got older, um, and it's you know your chest range really changes a lot, and your overall range can change. But I always I can honestly say I always kind of ha already had that at a younger age, and um, it just kind of I, I, I for the most part sang in that register. So even as I grew, you know, it really then the range didn't really change too much, you know. So, well, that's uh, your gift. Just, that's good. I'm glad that you have. Yeah, when I start when I start hitting the notes, the cats start meowing with me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't yeah. stop. I don't. You do not want to be in the car with me, and a good song comes on. Um. So, <laughs> okay. So I'm not going to get into your business, Brandon, where I'm exposing your personal life, but I do have a personal question for you. And like I said, oh. as a fellow <laughs> pimpster. I know, no, <laughs> people are really going to think I'm a pimp. Um, so I know that in the dating world, if you're writing love songs, if you're writing songs about being in love and how to treat a woman and how to do this stuff and telling her to come on your face and all this other stuff. So, <laughs> so how is that when you're actually with someone or dating someone or in a relationship is there an expectation that you're supposed to be this big romantic person on you? Um, I, I would say somewhat. Um, I think, I think, you know, what you, um, you know, people already, people most times already have somewhat of a preconceived notion to a degree. Uh, and that goes for all of us, you know what I mean? No matter what it is that we do. So I think if somebody has, express some interest or you've expressed interest and they reciprocate that then that means that you probably uh, already displayed that in the beginning so um i would say yeah and it, it's just a natural thing for me because i just like seeing people happy in any way no matter who you are so it's you know and then being from the south don't help because it's yes ma'am and no ma'am and you open all the ladies doors and, and pull out the chairs so it's just certain things you just you know it's just ingrained in you that you just would do without even realizing it you know what i mean so the way I answer that question, I would say, yeah. <laughs> and I, and, and I am huge, huge, huge about being a gentleman. And my friend, my friends know me so well. Like whenever I talk about something and I'll, I'll say something and, and I'll say, and he was, a, and they were like, oh my God, we know, we know you love a gentleman. Like, and I'm just like, right. right. Cause you going to treat me right. Like you guys right. need to find your, <laughs> I need y'all right. to love a gentleman and know what right. the expectations are. Like you treat me like a lady. I'm independent. I'm going to do my own thing, but I also want to be treated like a delicate little flower and, and babied and princess <laughs> yeah. as well. So I love that. I love that. Um, so y'all, he can sing. He's a gentleman. Treat you like a lady. Want you to bounce it like a tennis ball. <laughs> He, he is on it. Okay, so <laughs> hey, you, you, really, you really memorized the lyrics. I, I, I just want to give you a standing O right now. I just want to give you a standing ovation. You wrote the song. I'm just I I'm realized just, you really listened to it like that though. That's 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 what's up. That's that's cool. Right, that's like cool. you. I'm not gonna be on the on the show with Michelle Obama, and I never read her book. Like I need to know yeah. what's going on. Uh, so, um, and I know also, like you said 
with having a, a very, people don't realize that being an artist is also a very demanding career because you're constantly working. Like you said, your mind is constantly trying to come up with new lyrics. You're, you know, you're playing melodies in your head or you're trying to figure out how something in words can equate to a, a catchy tune or something. So you're constantly working. So how do you balance where are you able to shut off Brandon Watts, the artist with Brandon Watts, the significant other boyfriend, boo thing, whatever. How do you balance being career driven and an artist with also being in a relationship? That is a good question. I am. Well, first, let me say currently I'm not in a relationship, so uh, I don't know if I'm qualified to really answer that at this moment in time. <laughs> um, but what I will say is, is that definitely um, in, in the, the heat of the moment, as I would say, um, doing a show a particular night and then uh, shut it, trying to shut down at the end of the night. Uh, I think any artist that you would ask would tell you that that's always sometimes a, uh, a battle due to adrenaline rush or whatever the case may be. Um, so that, that's usually just trying to come down to, to go to sleep sometimes is probably the biggest battle. But, um, you know, um, as far as it pertains to a significant other, I think that that that's something I would actually look forward to because it's an escape to get away from, what the norm is uh, to actually, you know, woosah and come down and focus your energy and your attention on something else more important. So, so do you think that you would, I, this is kind of just off of that, but do you think that you would, or is something in the back of your head maybe where you would want to sing at your wedding? <laughs> That's another good question. I, I think, um, whether I wanted to or not, I think that would kind of like be uh, somewhat mandatory. Uh, saying without saying. Well, we're <laughs> so, not singing too thick. I'm gonna need. Oh, I'm gonna need you to sing me a love song. Like, <laughs> you know what? It's funny you said that. Go it's ahead. Funny the, the next single actually, um, too thick, is was actually an offering for for the club scene and for you know just something loose, just kind of you know for the, for the dance audience more so. But uh, the next song is actually a song called uh, "Lifetime," and it, it's it's uh I'm praying to God, hoping that it will be my signature love wedding song. Um, so that's in the works. I'm just throwing it out there. So you heard it first here, ladies and gentlemen, on the Holly Cotton Show. <laughs> "Lifetime" is the next single. So um, yeah, uh, we we've got a a few more um love balances on the way, uh, coming behind too thick. That that would be I think uh, appreciated. Especially okay, so um, if Brandon don't sing at his song, his if Brandon doesn't sing at his wedding, if it doesn't happen before, he's saying that it's okay. You guys can sing "Lifetime" at your wedding to your spouse. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I don't know. See, I'm such a, mm, I, I'm such a like non-attentiony person I guess like people think that you you love the spotlight and you do stuff and it's just like I'm always somewhere with someone so for me I like right. that would be kind of a low-key thing so I would like I would probably want it to be more of where like he was singing in my ear maybe like we were on our first dance or something I don't know I would probably I would be like 
<laughs> that I'm sitting in the chair and you're singing to me, you know, like, right. if, I don't know if I would be okay. Like, if, would that make me uncomfortable? I don't know. But, it, <laughs> you know, when you're in love with someone, you do a bunch of dumb stuff that you thought you would never do. So <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't nothing you won't do. You know right. I mean? So I would probably be like a goober. <laughs> Okay, so last question. And again, I think that whenever we do find our passion and we do find our purpose, that it's also important to extend a little bit of help for anyone that's following behind us, um, anyone that's coming up, anyone that may be trying to redefine what they want to do in life. So as an artist, as the things that you have learned, as, as things that you have learned the hard way, something you got screwed over, whatever, you know, this, it's a lot of stuff that goes, goes with this lifestyle. So do you have any advice for anyone that is maybe thinks that they have a passion for singing or they want to take that, like you said, from the church to doing it professional. Do you have any advice or feedback for anyone that's trying to enter into the same field as you? Mm, that is a awesome and very um, well-articulated question. I would say, first and foremost, you need to take God with you everywhere. Let's just start there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, spiritually, you got to be centered and you got to be grounded in such a way where uh you don't you don't allow too many things to phase you because um there will be a lot of things that will try to you know throw you off course if you're not careful um that's number one number two i would say um get you a good cpa <laughs> you know uh from a taxation standpoint you want to make sure your business affairs and if you you know your company uh llc or s corp c corp whatever the case may be your business affairs uh, financially are uh, set up correctly so that when things and opportunities start to happen, start to come in, you can really take advantage uh, of those said opportunities because you'll be in position and structure correctly. That's number two. Number three, I would say um, they call it show business for a reason. And the first thing that I was told, I would give the same advice that was given to me uh, is, is 90% business and 10% show. The show part is fairly easy. Everybody can pretty much figure out the show part. The business aspect, that's when things can get to be a little bit, you know, dicey from time to time. And, and if you don't have the right uh, infrastructure uh, set up around you, uh, it can it can get a little scary, you know. So you, you definitely want to have a good team around you. If you're going to have a team, uh, you want to make sure your finances are, uh, are able to be um, uh, uh, sheltered and uh, well uh, documented and and you want to have you know you want to work with great people and carry yourself in a way where people will want to work with you so uh, at the end of the day it's a collaborative effort you know what I mean um, music is something that is enjoyed by not only the people who purchase the music and get a chance to come see you perform and hear the music but it's enjoyed by you and your uh, fellow musicians who help you you know to come together and to produce the art. So it's really a 360 degree exchange all the way around. So I would say those three main things and you'll be fine. There'll be ups and downs like with anything in life. But if you've got those things pretty much centered and squared away, you navigate and you go through those, those bumpy rides a little bit more smoother. Okay. That's great advice, Brandon. <laughs> I was taking notes too. Um, Cause I think some of those are applicable to, 
without anything that you want to do. Anything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But I love, I, I do love that, that advice. That's 90% business. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Okay. Mental note, mental note. All right. So for anyone that is listening or watching, drop all of your social media handles, any websites and how people can support you, where they can get your music, shows, anything, projects coming up. This is your spiel. Knock it out. Well, once again, thank you for having me. Uh, You all go and support Holly Cotton. I want to start with her first. Make sure you follow her on Instagram and Facebook. (laughs) Uh, And you can follow me on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Instagram under the same uh, logo, under the same name, Brandon Watts, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-W-A-T-T-C. That's B-R-A-N-D-O-N-W-A-T-T-C. That's on all platforms. Uh, My name is consistent across all of those platforms. And you can find me, subscribe to YouTube, new music videos, new music coming soon. And follow me on Facebook and Instagram uh, because uh, any new content that's coming, you'll hear about it first on those two platforms, Facebook and Instagram. Um, And I'm working on a new EP. Uh, That should be dropping very soon. And everybody that's been streaming Too Thick, thank you so much. I love you. All the ladies, Too Thick Challenge is, is live right now. Uh, post post the baddest video of you dancing to the song, and we got a grand prize for you. So, uh, yeah. I, I want to shout out some people, too, because uh, I, I can't even be in this opportunity for you to even interview me without acknowledging one God uh, and thanking him for give, you know giving me an opportunity to... Uh, display my talent that he gave me my gift that he gave me uh and i want to thank my mom dorothy dorothy walker <laughs> she'll see this at some point and call me uh my dad my brother and my sister all of them in alabama and uh my entire family walker and watts family and i want to thank everybody on facebook and instagram that decided to follow me a lot of you guys saw my reasons video that dropped a few years ago I, it was a cover idea of a legendary earth when a fire song and it went super viral and a lot of you guys shared it and subscribed and followed me. And I love you guys. Thank you so much for that. And uh, I want to shout out to Mr. Lenny Williams. Girl, you know I, I, I love you. We just really did a, we just recently did a song together called Weekday Blues. And that's been doing pretty well. And he's got a new single out. Um, follow him on Facebook and Instagram. We're going to be working together again soon. And I want to shout out to my mentor, the legendary Mr. Preston Glass of Whitney Houston fame, Aretha Franklin, Tom Bell. He discovered me when I first came to LA and I love him, him and his wife, Gina Glass too. I just want to shout them out because they just, they just mean a lot to me. And I I couldn't be in the position I'm in now being interviewed by you without them. And that's just the truth. And so many other people, I don't want to miss any names, but most importantly, you guys follow Holly Cotton. She's got so many A-list artists and stars that she's already interviewed. Uh, I'm just, I'm thankful and, and blessed to be, uh, you know, in the number. So thank you for having me. Of course, of course. And hold on one, one more time. Bounce, 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 bounce. I'm bouncing hey. like a tennis ball, Brandon. Bounce. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, I need you to put the lyrics on Apple Music so I can see what it says. Cause I'm like, did he say what I think he said? Hold up, let me write a question about that. No. Listen, 
<laughs> Listen, I was going to put a disclaimer before the track, but I said, well, they're not really doing that anymore. So I just got to let it go. I, I just got to let it go as is. But it, it, it's targeted. It's not for it's not for kids. You know, listen, listen, when I get me a, <laughs> when I when I get me a little boo, I'm going to uh, make sure on that part. I turn the volume way up. So they, yeah. they, there's no <laughs> there's no misunderstanding here with why we. Oh, my God. I'm looking for. I'm, I'm looking at you. I can see it now with you reaching over to grab the volume control to crank it all the way up. Right. At, 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 at 51 seconds, I got to turn it way up. <laughs> whatever the amount is. I, whatever the time is. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I love that. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Yeah. Thank you for using your passion to motivate us. I, I love, like I said, I, I love, love, love. And that my passion in life is seeing people that are doing things purposeful and intentful and, and with love and just exchanging that energy. It's so much negative energy going around right now. Whenever I can get positive energy, positive vibes, when I see someone doing something great, I, I just want to highlight it and I want to be surrounded by it. So thank you for joining. Thank you for coming and telling us your story and giving us some of those uncomfortable questions. <laughs> we appreciate all of that. So you guys make sure Brandon Watts, like he said, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-W-A-T-T-Z. I'll have all of his information in the podcast notes and on my YouTube and all of those tags and things like that. So make sure you follow, support any future projects. You might have your next wedding song coming up. You just never know. So Brandon Watts, thanks. Thank you so much for having me. Until next time. <laughs> okay.